Stephen, I'm so excited. We're doing five episodes of QOD this week and next week. And it's because this bonus edition of Question of the Day is brought to you by ShareFile. We'll tell you more about ShareFile a bit later in the show. Hey, James, I got a question for you. I just thought of this one. (laughs) Another. I just thought of this one right now. And and I want to ask you this because you're, uh, you're an investor. Right, you've invested in a lot of companies. How many? A lot of failures. <laughs> um, I got been, another one for you. Okay, it depends. Right now, uh, and and again, this is because I've gone totally broke investing in the worst companies in the world, and so I had to restart from scratch. But now I'm invested in about thirty companies, and I will tell you flat out, probably half of them will fail. Which ones? Um, I, I I'm not going to say specifically. The products, because sometimes the products are excellent, and that's why I invest, and that's the wrong reason to invest. The ones that always work out are the ones where, and we've spoken a little bit about this before, the ones that work out are the ones where you have a an amazing team doing it. Now, you give an amazing team a, a, a decent product, they are going to sell that product. And before we get on to what I really want to know, when you say amazing team, what makes them amazing? Is it talent? Is it selflessness? Is it strategic thinking? Is it use of technology? What is it? It's experience in an industry. It's a love for that industry. It's uh, uh, definitely strategic thinking and ability to network. Usually these people are very uh, generous people so that their teammates feel like they're going to be incentivized to to help this person succeed and their partners and their investors and even their competitors enjoy competing against them. Mm. All right. So, James, um, let's pretend that I'm not me and I'm some other guy. Santa Claus? Mm, Some lesser known guy than Santa Claus. We'll call me Jeff Goodman. Okay. That was a, uh, uh, what do you call it? I'm going to call you Jeff Zuckerberg. Um, like a distant cousin, but he wasn't quite in the family. <laughs> okay, fine. So just call me, you can call me Jeff. And uh, so I, I'll, I'll come in and pretend I'm like um, 24 years old. Okay? okay. Hi, Mr. Altucher. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Is that how you talk to your potential investees? All right. So I have an idea, and I know that you are open to really outside-the-box thinking. So I want to talk to you about this business idea that's very New York City-specific, but I think it could work elsewhere, Okay. As you may know, New York City real estate is kind of weird, right? There's like market price purchases and rentals, and then a big, big, big uh, rent-subsidized market that's either rent-stabilized or rent-control, where these below-market leases exist, but... So, So just to be clear, this is an issue that exists in New York City... That I forget when it happened, the 60s Long time ago. So some apartments, the landlords are not allowed to raise the rent on. So the apartment- They're allowed to only raise them a certain prescribed amount, like 1% a year. Right. So some apartments might be 1,000 a month, and the apartment the same size right next door might be 8,000 a month. Exactly right. And although the one that's only 1,000, the landlord will inevitably not keep up as much and not make improvements and so on. Right. The landlord hates them. Pretty much. And there are some cases in which there was a case where uh, there was a new gym put in one of these buildings where there were some rent-controlled or rent-stabilized apartments and some market-rate apartments, and only the market-rate tenants were allowed to use the gym, and the other tenants called this fitness apartheid, and they were— they came out and were very, very angry about the fact that they, even though they belonged to the building, were not allowed to use the gym. Isn't it funny that if you're in a situation 
then even though clearly it's ridiculous, you automatically have to fight for your right for something ridiculous. That is a good, that is, that is, that's like Look, what like, being human is though, isn't like it? I me, mean, like, my, like me looking at that, I think they're totally selfish. They get $7,000 a month off on rent and now they want to use the gym that everyone paying full rent pays. Agree, but I think that that's part of our, you know, maybe, you know, I know you like the evolutionary explanations of a lot of things, and I always like to think that we outgrow a lot of those because the circumstances and the incentives change so much. But I think, you know, survival is, at the end of the day, you know, a driving factor in how a lot of people make their decisions. And part of survival is like winning every small fight, every small battle. Yeah, sure. And look, there's nothing wrong with, as long as you're not like, you know, killing people randomly, or even if you were, you're probably going to get killed. Yeah. But, you know... People should fight for their self-interest because no one else is going to fight for yeah, their self-interest. Yeah. You shouldn't just automatically give up your self-interest. Well, I'm glad you're interested in the topic, Mr. Altucher, because I think you're really going to like my business idea. Tell so, me. So here's the thing. Rent-controlled apartments are basically worth a lot of money because they're severely underpriced. So can that be taken advantage of in some way to exploit those set of laws, which are granted pretty arcane and, and hard to understand? Absolutely. Well, as it turns out, when people die, those rent control leases are essentially done. And unless they have, I believe, a direct relative who is living in or has an expressed an interest to want to live in and is already living in the same city or something like that, I'm, I don't know all those facts yet, then the apartment will go to the landlord. They can renovate it and charge, let's say, five or ten times as much. So I had an idea, and I think there's a way to profit from this. So you may know, Mr. Altucher, because you know so many things. Um, do you I don't know, know about that. Do you know Th about— That's my key to investing, <laughs> is to admit that I'm the dumbest person in the room. But go ahead. Did you know that in Japan, roughly 99% of the adoptions are adult male adoptions? Did you know that fact? I did not know that. Why is that? It is because in Japan, the notion of the family business is so important that when a business, when someone who's running a family business, and this might be a third generation, it might be a 20th generation business, they so much want to continue the idea of the family business. But yet, if there's not someone, a direct heir, son or daughter, who they feel is competent to take over, they will often recruit an outside uh, incoming CEO and literally adopt that person into their family, leaving by law their old family and becoming an adult adoptee into the business family, and then it remains a family business. So that is a weird wrinkle of Japanese business and culture. But I want to say also that's a, that it is a cultural thing in which you're talking about a country where ancestor worship was uh, highly prized, which does not happen in America. So it becomes important to have the strength of the brand of a business is often how many generations it's existed, which does not occur here as much. You are so correct, Mr. Altucher. And yet, fortunately, my business idea does not depend on that cultural norm. Let okay. me explain. Tell me. Pitch it. There are many thousands of people living in New York City and other places who have rent-controlled or rent-stabilized leases that are worth a lot of money because they are under underpriced against the market. What I propose is a business, an agency, that allows a matching that has heretofore not been matched. So, for instance, you—I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm going to 
Please. So you would be willing, as a let's say a normal citizen without access to a rent control apartment, you'd be willing to pay, let's say, ten thousand dollars to be adopted by someone who has rent control. Correct. Let's say you are eighty years old, and you're probably going to die sometime in the next twenty years. We know that you'll probably right. die in the next ten years, right? And I say to you, you know, I would like to have this rent controlled apartment when you die. So why don't we work something out where I'll, you'll get some cash in the short term, a big pot that you could use for whatever you want, $5,000, and I become your adoptee, and that way the apartment is mine. But the business uh, proposal that I'm bringing to you today, Mr. Altucher, you, you, is the agency, the market to make that happen, sure. which I don't believe exists. We have now reached the midpoint of our program, which means we're going to pause for a moment. Storing and sharing your work files is part of your daily routine. Make sure you do it the right way. Use ShareFile from Citrix, the same creators of GoToMeeting. ShareFile is designed for business and easy to use. It gives you complete control over the files you share with clients and coworkers with secure and reliable access to them from anywhere. With ShareFile, you can also easily consolidate all of your files in one secure central area. On top of that, you get to control who sees your files and who has access to edit them. And with ShareFile's workflow features like automatic file syncing and check-in, check-out, everyone always has access to the latest updated files. Since ShareFile also works on all of your favorite devices, you can be sure your collaboration abilities will always be enhanced and secure. ShareFile can make a difference in your work. Go to sharefile.com slash question for your 30-day free trial and get 25% off the first three months if you sign up. Again, that's sharefile.com slash question for a 30-day free trial and 25% off the first three months when you sign up. So here's my comments. And this speaks to all entrepreneurialism right now. Is that the right word? Entrepreneurialism? Is there an L there? <laughs> yes. Yes, Mr. Alt. I'm going to agree with anything you say. Because right, because you're, you're pitching you're, me. Right, right. So there's excess capacity, which is um, there's this uh, overabundance of right. rent control Empty departments. Empty backseats of cars. And, yeah, and, and there's an overabundance of, of uh, uh, cheap rent control departments w with 80-year-olds who are about to die because this has been this is a system that's been around a long time. Now, you're, you're saying, and there, on the other side, there are people who are willing to pay money to have access to those apartments because in the long run the money pays off. And then what you're saying is your business and this is this is the same thing as Airbnb, Uber, Zipcar, uh there's there's a thousand businesses like this which is to build the platform that connects the excess capacity to the buyers. So you're you you found an interesting excess capacity uh, which involves adoption, which is my nice personal wrinkle. Right. Well, no, the excess, the adoption is the the buyers right. and the excess capacity of these uh, cheap apartments, and your business is the platform in between. Correct. So that's the key to almost every good uh, billion dollar valuation business out there. Several questions I would ask. Uh, one is the sort of essence of U.S. law is that you can't do things to avoid the law. So for instance, if you sue me and I put my money afterwards in some kind of trust that can't be touched, the judge says, oh, you just did that to avoid being sued, so we're going to unravel that. So avoidance does not avoid the law. 
Right. And, and if, I, if, I, if you just adopted me so I could avoid the rent control law, a judge will unravel here's, that. Here's my way around that. I would say that my market is not about evading the law. What my market does, the market that I'm creating, what it does is it allows young people who are real estate deficient to meet older people who are not. And once they meet and talk about how much they have in common, their love for New York City, et cetera, et cetera, they find that they like each other so much that they actually want to become family. I understand, but you're you're oh. making an argument and the judge or the Supreme Court might make the exact opposite argument in saying you simply just did this to take advantage of a loophole in rent control law, in which case it's all unraveled. You're happily adopted, but you cannot <laughs> take advantage of the rent control law. And laws. now I got to pay for the funeral too, even worse. Right, right, exactly. But the other thing I would say is you're 24 years old, I love the idea. Have you done any other business so you have experience? Because inevitably in every business, 50 per, so so you've just spent 22 years of your life, let's say or you know most 18 years of your life going to school where a 90 is a, rewarded as an A and a 50 is rewarded as an F. But when you're an entrepreneur, if 50% of your decisions are correct, then you're going to be an amazing success. That's really great because I was an F student during all my years in school, <laughs> which makes me a, a, an excellent entrepreneurial that, candidate. That, that, is that, that could what you're be. saying? That could be. But I would want to know that you have experience so that you're able to handle the fact that chances are there's ups and downs. Like, for instance, if a judge or a landlord starts to bring up this law... Well, uh, I can tell you how I'd respond to that is... Uh, I did go to college, and I did spend a lot of my uh, college uh, hours watching The Sopranos, and I feel like I would know how to take care of that problem if a judge is standing in the way of the family business. Well, well, I and wouldn't— I, And I feel it would be a very dramatic and efficient mode of settling the law in our favor. Okay, so obviously that would make you immediately <laughs> not, uh, not me not putting money in, but a, a reasonable response is we include the landlord in the deal. So uh, he becomes part of the broker of adopting mm, the nice. deal. So, so well, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be worth it for the landlord, though. But it might not be worth it for the landlord to sue. So he better better than suing when he doesn't know the outcome is to participate in the brokerage right. deal. So at least, you, at least then you're going to give me an answer if you if you've thought about this aspect. But the other thing is, I still need the experience, and I need someone who's smarter than me, who's done due diligence I've never thought of, to also be the biggest investor. Mm. I can't be the biggest investor, no matter what. Here, Here's the thing. You could say, well, I'll give you 80% of the company for X amount of dollars, and I can get greedy, and I could say, wow, I could have 80% of this company. Those are the companies that fail the fastest. Mm. But you bring up a, re a really good point, though, which is the key factors of a pitch. Show me excess capacity, show me the buyers on the other side, and show me you're building the platform. Hey, listen to a clip from the next question of the day in just a moment. But first... Again, we really appreciate and would like to thank our sponsor, ShareFile. ShareFile makes file sharing easy and secure. It works on all of your favorite devices, tracks your workflow, and syncs all your files so that everyone can access the latest versions. ShareFile also gives you complete control of who can view and who can edit your files and stores them in a secure central area that is accessible from anywhere. ShareFile can make a difference in your work. Go to sharefile.com question for your 30-day free trial and get 25% off the first three months if you sign up. Next time on Question of the Day. 
like slow mo. I love slow motion. Like I'll watch anything on TV that has slow motion. I watch golf on TV. I love the sight of a white ball rolling across that green carpet of grass in super slow motion, and then not go. Like if it lips out around the hole, that is great TV. 